Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Man, We're Too Old for This, here on the Nerd Network. I'm your host, the experienced some called Jason, and with me today is... Uh, token Millennial, Tarky. The Godfather, CDL113, the droid you're looking for. I didn't know droids could sound hoarse. <clears throat> just some sinus drainage. <clears throat> it's all... I noticed he was just a token Millennial. He's never just a token Millennial. I, th- I caught that too. I guess his brain ain't, ain't firing on all cylinders this morning. Well, someone said I need to use the catchphrase more. Oh yeah, you don't have merch yet though, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. And anyway, today we're going to be talking about DC's new uh, linear verse, which is something that has cropped up in. Let's see, was it Infinite Frontier Zero? No, it was Generations Forge, number one. Yay. Yeah, just just reading, it's like, hey, there's an extra universe in this big list of universes we have. But everybody's writing articles about this one. Yep. So anyway, the gist, well, and before we go any further... There will be spoilers for some upcoming stuff on this. Uh, both the Generation Forge number one comic and if they're numbering it, I assume there's going to be a number two. So if it's an ongoing thing. Let me guess. Agatha was behind all of it. Uh, that would be between Marvel and DC. I don't know. Anyway, so their new... One of their new big concepts is the Omniverse, which, how that's different from the old multiverse, I don't know. Uh, but they brought that into continuity with the uh, Dark Knight Death Metal series they did. Uh, in March, you've got Infinity Frontier starting up, which is apparently also going to play around with it. But this past Tuesday, I believe it was, uh, is where they dropped the Linearverse stuff. And the Linearverse is basically a world where Batman and Superman have been running around since the 30s, but haven't gotten any older. And neither has anybody else. Uh, The story involved Wave Rider, a time-traveling hero, gathering miscellaneous heroes from uh, different worlds. Or at least different time periods. Basically their version of... uh... Marvel's, what was that, uh, Avengers Forever? Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the story, when he's dropping the Batman back off, he'd apparently commented on Batman's world being special at one point. And when Batman asked him about it, he goes into the whole explanation on how we call it the linear verse and you know how, how everybody there ages so slowly. And it's basically rookie Batman because he's still running around in like the purple gloves. Yep. 1940s Batman. I'm not even sure if he kept purple gl- gloves into the... No, no, that's right, because Batman popped up in. Yeah, you're right. It was Superman that popped up, technically popped up in the 30s. But my question about this is really just why are they making such a big deal about it when it's just another world in the multiverse? Yeah, it's not like they're rewriting the history again and making this like the official canon. This is what we're going with from now on. It's just like, hey... Here, here's a tool in the bag for writers. 
to like any, if you want to write a story about batman and superman talking about being best buds for 80 years here you go and that, like that's that's about it mm-hmm. yeah they really never had a problem with dropping them into world war ii and all that kind of crap before so well, it's like they suddenly said, oh, no, we need to have an explanation. And our 17 last explanations that didn't make sense didn't make sense. Well, what if we just make it a whole other universe so that we don't have to explain it? Oh, my gosh, that's fucking genius. Do it. And they just did it. Instead of simply going, it's an else world. Something they've had established for how long now? Well, even the else worlds are always just other other parts of the multiverse. Yeah. yeah. Maybe this maybe this whole thing's come along because they decided that 50... Because it wasn't the last time they had a multiverse, but it was 52 of them, so they decided that 52 wasn't enough, so now it's an omniverse, and that's, you know... Well, it was more than 52, because there was 52, and then on the back side of the map was the dark multiverse. That's oh, what yeah, they brought in, well, dark, in Dark Middles. You had the 52 yeah. dark universes or some such. Yeah. That is right. So 104 universes wasn't enough. <laughs> Apparently not. They only really use seven of them. I want the universe where Superman was a carrot. A super carrot? No. Just a carrot. Is he an anthropomorphized carrot? No. I'm sure it's out there. They had the Justice Garden. What? I'm, I'm sitting here thinking... Now, I'm going to use a Supernatural reference here. In the last season of Supernatural, you find out chuck aka god had you know had been going through and he he had created different worlds and like on one sam and dean were his favorite two characters on another it was a world where it was populated by squirrels and then one it was by fish so it's like okay dc somebody at dc was watching supernatural and go what we'll do jeez well likely the other way around DC's had dumb universes for my whole life. Yeah, that's Captain true. Captain the Zoo Crew. Yeah. Though that was aimed like little kids meant to be cartoony. Yeah. Back to man, it is. But, yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways, this just seems to be expanding on, you know, the... What was it? Uh, I guess it was the 60s when they really started the multiverse. When they did uh, Flash of Two Worlds in 61. Yeah. Which introduced I- the current Flash, well, at the time, Barry Allen. To the to his forties counterpart. Now, I also don't want I don't want anybody to get me wrong. I love this, but like, it's not important. I just love it because I love linear stories. Mm-hmm. I like a story having a start and a finish and a straight line. You can just read it through and go, "This is the entire thing." Now, obviously, it's not going to have like an a finish because it's comics. Mm-hmm. But being able to just be like, "Yeah, no part of this." You don't have to skip over anything. Everything exists. I like that because that's just how I like my stories to be. Well, it means no matter how they reboot other stuff, you'll know this world's running around where all them stories happened. Right. right. There'll always be that little anchor of like, don't worry, we retconned it out of this universe, but there's still a line where that's important, where this happened. And in this universe, we don't have to explain why they're still around from the 40s. No, no. Now you just have the unexplained thing of why hasn't, you know, the economies collapsed under the huge population yeah well you know dc's earth was always like bigger yeah like when they compared when you had to cross over with marvel yeah that earth was bigger 
So here's why it had so many more, had so many bigger cities. So that's not all that weird. My thing is in that universe, my God, it make it must take forever to get old enough to drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just the 347 years old, man. Let me get a drink. Babies age like uh Grogu. Yeah, like baby Yoda. This motherfucker's 40 years old. I'm still changing his diaper. Two's last 30 years. Yeah. By their math, Franklin D. Roosevelt, it's still alive. We like, damn it. I don't like Trump. <laughs> Why can't I get reelected? Yeah, if they were trying to write explanations to problems that really weren't problems, but if they were trying to write explanations to problems, they really caused as many as they fixed for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, but like since it's just another side dimension, you don't have to explain shit. Yeah, that that is very true. When I first That's heard about this, I thought I thought it was the, like the new retcon for the stuff. But then reading through it, I'm like, it's it's so important. Why why do why do fifty websites why are fifty websites taking the time to to try to sit down and explain it? Honestly, because you can't talk about Wandavision. <laughs> They're doing it for the same reason we're doing it, because we can't talk about WandaVision. Because we won't name names, but two people out of this show haven't watched it. Well, it's, it's not me and it's not Todd, but, you know, hey. And Danny throwing shade. I, I threw my shade early. But no, that's that's the thing is, I guess that somebody went, I don't want to talk about Gina Carano, and I don't want to talk about WandaVision. What else we got? And they got a new universe in D.C. where motherfuckers don't age. Sweet, we'll go with that. And everybody's gone with it. Well, I mean, like, as far as comics go, it is, it is like, just a, a sigh of relief kind of thing. It's just, like, it's not dumb. It's something they're doing that's silly, but it's not dumb. Because you can just set it to the side and just go, hey, it's a fun little side project. That's cool. You know, the fact that they're going, okay, this one universe and only this universe, all that stuff happened. Yeah, it's Over like, here on this universe, only this happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I can live with that. When I first read this article, you know, my brain had not processed all the stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds like some of the dumbest crap I've ever heard of. And then I, I think it was you that made the comment, it's only happening here. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, and truthfully, the article I'm looking at, which like I said, there's a dozen or so out there. I mean, it specifies at the end that as of right now, DC's got no plans to, to you know, tell any more stories set there particularly. Yeah. It's just going to be another universe out there that writers could dip into if they wanted to. Yeah. No, because the uh, their main their main universe is going back to uh, New 52. I mean, not New 52. It's going uh, post-crisis. Sorry. Oh, they are, they are reverting all yeah. back? Yeah. Yeah, the the that new universe when it was the infinite frontier or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's post, it's the post crisis one. Well, like I'm, I'm glad with the linear verse also that they've just finally acknowledged, Hey, we're too big to try to retcon and fit all this in one go to try to make it like resolve correctly mm -hmm. and make it as big as it is. So let's just say, just, we're just put it to the side. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's Marvel. It, well, it's it's 
them, I guess, almost coming trying to come become more like Marvel. Because Marvel doesn't do, never did the whole crisis thing or something like that. It was everything is always just kind of pushed up. When stuff gets too old, it gets pushed up. You know, Reed Richards and Ben Grimm once upon a time were in World War II. And that keeps getting, you know, it kept getting pushed up. I think the last time I read it, they were in Iraq. So they just don't tend, Marvel just didn't tend to make a big deal out of it. They just go, you know, everybody's been a hero, eh, other than Captain America. Everybody's been a hero eh, about five to six years, no matter when you're reading this. And then a lot of times they just wouldn't give you ages, you know, unless yeah. you were one of the teen heroes, they wouldn't give ages. I remember an X-Men or X-Men book where Cyclops says something about being in his 20s and it caused a kerfluffle because everybody in the letter page is like, wait a second, you know, that don't make no sense just based on how much Jubilee is aged next to him, you know. But that was one writer that, you know, didn't give with the program kind of thing. Yep. Beating appropriately about the head shoulders with a dead squirrel for his impudence. We don't mention ages. Right, but like the Linearverse d- just disregards the need to even do that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's it feels like a cop out, in like on paper, but also like it's just something you need to do at this point. Like it's just something like it's a problem that you could not avoid. So you I would argue you don't need to do it because Marvel's method works just fine. Yeah, that absolutely shows that you don't need to do it because Marvel's been doing. It. You read Spider Man. Spider Man's been Spider Man for about five years, if it ever comes up. What I'm wondering, truthfully, because you know. A while back, Marvel did that book that it covered Spider-Man actually aging like normal. Yep. Yeah. Then I'm kind of wondering if that's what inspired this. Just without the aging part. But still, the way, you know, their history goes back to, you know, the 60s or 40s or whatever. and marches, you know, through modern history. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with one way or the other, you know. And, and it's one of those kind of things that you might see it again, but you probably won't because if you did, then that that's going to give you another kind of crisis because that's DC's thing. Every time they do something to fix their problem, they make 20 new problems. Mm-hmm. That's why you've had so many crises because it's, oh, it's fucked up. Yeah, we'll have a crisis. The crisis creates, you know, 50, 11 new plot holes that later on you got to have a crisis to try and fill, which creates another 12 plot holes. Well, when they went, they you know when they went from pro- post crisis, when they went through zero hour, that fixed a lot of stuff because it wasn't in a lot of ways it wasn't a total reboot; it was more of a tweaking. Yeah, that's true. But then when they, but the one character that they kind of screwed up in zero hour was Batman. I don't remember zero hour. Yeah, zero hour for Batman got rid of Joe Chill. Ah, which then flies completely in the face of Batman Year Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that was that was the big something out of out of uh Batman is Zero Hour was you find out that yeah he doesn't really he didn't really know who killed his parents. Hmm, I forgot about that part. Yeah. Like I said, every every time they do one of them they'll somebody'll tweak something and it'll screw it up. That's the reason why you got fifty eleven Hawkman. Because every time they had a crisis, one of the th- Two characters that they tried to fix was Aquaman and Hawkman. Hawkman especially. Well, he's a Tenegarian cop from ancient Egypt. Oh, he's, you know, 
Well, they, they were, the yeah, they were trying to retcon the original Hawkman that did the whole reincarnated Egyptian thing. Yep. And the sci-fi, you know, you know, uh, alien Hawkman that they was the redo they did in the sixties. And I think they eventually just settled on, yeah, he reincarnates, and that time he reincarnated as a Thanagarian or something. Yep. Yeah, that that's that's how they finally fixed it. Was like, yeah, all those all those Hawkman incarnations happened. They just, they just did kind of a Solomon Grundy with him. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's how they explain why Grundy's different in different stories. It's like, oh, you know, well, he dies and he reincarnates and he's still Solomon Grundy, but sometimes he's smart, sometimes he's stupid, sometimes he's more evil, sometimes he's a good guy. Yeah. I remember the Zero Hour, they merged. Did they merge all the Hawk people and, like, the Hawk God or something? And he was supposed yeah. to be so much stouter, but he, he was still just Hawk yeah. Man. Because yeah, that's a character much. nobody cares about anymore. <laughs> but this they keep waiting for him to have his Aquaman moment. Maybe he'll have Black Adam at last. They really want Hawkman to have his Aquaman moment. The problem is, I mean, in, in the books, maybe they could pull that off. Because I take Hawkman over, you know, Marvel's Angel. But if you try to move, like Aquaman's got a little boost lately because of the movies. Aquaman's gonna be in Black Adam. Yeah, winged characters are so hard to do and make them look right in live action stuff. That even with good effects, it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna work that well. Just wait, you'll come out of you'll come out of Black Adam. God damn, Hawkman's the coolest motherfucker. Hey, they could surprise me, and I'd be delighted if they did. If they just make it more like Archangel, <laughs> hell, that's what they did for Aquaman. We keep trying to make it more like Submariner. Shit. We gotta make it more like Black Panther too. We put Submariner in the Black Panther movie and called it Aquaman. People might finally like this shit, and they did. Maybe that's just the awesome acting chops of uh, Momoa. It's the first movie I've ever seen Jason Momoa in that did flop. So at least it's that. I was just glad he rode the seahorse. That was Jason. Jason was like. I just wanted to see crazy shit under the sea. Hey, that was the ocean that I imagined as a child. Yeah, you and me both. And I and I admire the way they were able to put together bits and pieces of the Aquaman mythos, going back for, to at least the '60s, all the way up to the New Fifty Two. Yeah, yeah. I was upset that the man never rode a jet ski, proving the pointlessness of Aquaman. <laughs> Okay, they did leave the Super Friends, you know, portion of him out, I guess. But, but honestly, that was no great loss. Super powers, he can swim. And what does he do? He rides a jet ski. <clears throat> you know, you know, it's I've I've seen I've seen worse from DC. It'd probably be fun. Yeah, you know, the way they're doing this, it's not exactly the same, but it kind of reminds me of the how they did in the Arrowverse when they had their crisis. Anyone who fought, went through it, remembered all the different variation incarnations of the stuff. And it, you know, they could use a gadget and say, oh, here, we're going to unlock your memories. But everybody else, yeah, they had no recollection of it. Because well, like, all the ones that traveled to the different worlds, yeah, they you know, and had access to that knowledge. It's like, oh, yeah, you got a TV verse over here where such and such happened. You got a TV verse over here where this happened. Oh, they all happen in, in simultaneously. Cool, you know. But well, in the original average... crisis, like the speedsters tended to remember remember a good bit. 
but uh, from what I've been hearing, this is another. This is a spoiler for the first episode of uh, Superman and Lois. If you know anybody cares, but uh, yeah, I yeah, the villain in that is a Lex Luthor that survived his universe getting destroyed. So he hates Superman, and Superman ain't got a clue who he is. Yeah, because he's a black guy. I hadn't watched it yet. So. Probably should have, because he's a black guy. I have no problem <laughs> with that. You did not see that hell. I didn't watch the show. I was just online, and it was people, God damn it, I'm enraged. Why? What did they do? Lex Luthor was a black guy. And then you hear the explanation when he's from an alternate universe. Let's see. Being from an alternate universe didn't help Spider-Man being black. Not take the heat. Ain't gonna help. <laughs> it's real. Lex Luthor to show it. Well, it is a real one. <laughs> well, it's as real as any of anyway. My response on there was like, oh, so he finally looks like Clancy Brown sounded. It works for me. Who in the hell cares? The CW. Yeah, that's kind of the big thing. Yeah, Though I intended to check it out just because I like that dude as Superman. Yeah, um... They had him in the Fleischer suit, which has me almost tempted to go on the CW app and watch it. Just because I think it's kind of neat that he's in that suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's in that suit and you got the old style car behind him. I don't know if they actually do the scene because the last time they attempted that scene in a in a live action thing, the, the rest of the movie sucked. <laughs> and when Superman Returns, they actually have yeah. him holding the car. And yeah. It. yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. But, uh, though I'm wondering about time-wise where that show places with the rest of the CW stuff. Because his you kid was just being born, you know, around the crisis, I think. And now he's got, you know, now he's up good and grown. And there may be two of them. I... There are two of them. Yeah, he's got two of them. Yeah, they, at the tail end of the crisis stuff on the TV show, Lois calls him and says, hey, are you going to be home for dinner? The boys want to see you. And he went, the boys? Yeah, your sons, both of them. You know. Oh, okay. They, so the crisis, the crisis shift the time around a little bit. Okay. Yeah. 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 But he still knew about Kara. He still knew about Green Arrow. He, you know, he still yeah. knew about all that stuff on the, on the TV up. show. So. That's fucked up because, you know, the perfect explanation for that was going to be my dick. Well, yeah, it was still, damn it, Barry, because Barry, you know, when he absorbed the Spectre's power on the show to, you know, basically do the reset for everything, yeah, some areas ended up like a flashpoint. Yeah. <laughs> and that was one of them. Damn it, Barry! Child support, I got you. So anyway, I think we've covered the the uh, linearverse in, in, you know, in a nutshell. Now we're veering off into other stuff, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when when I first read that article, I was like, what kind of... And then when Taylor, I, whichever comment he made, it's, it's like it clicked. And went, oh. Yeah, I, I read a couple of articles where I really got... Because I was going into it assuming, well, this you know, this must be something important if so many people are doing articles on it. And it's not. It's just a neat little neat little something they've done. Yes, and it's, it's just a nice, convenient little thing. They could just go, oh, whoops, I accidentally... Wrote him talking about stuff they did in World War Two by accident. But you know, it means the next time, comments. the next time Batman needs to retrain, or he's got a new sidekick and he needs to send him off to train, they need to send him to this world where you've got an eighty-year-old Batman with you know eighty years of experience, 
to do all the training. Yeah. Because that should be the best Batman you to have in a fight. Because he's been fighting a long time. And he's been fighting people that have been fighting a long time. Yeah, I think I think all the things were really just excuse for some for the artist to draw multiple versions of Superman and Batman. Because yeah. there's some of the articles like this one's got a Superman. Yeah, yeah. you got some where it's like multiple Batman. Mm-hmm. Got to keep that copyright fresh. Yeah, but that that's you know like any you know big movie studio or 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 book series you know got to bring them characters back. Yeah, keep that copyright going. Sit there and look at that one. And go, okay. There's achy breaky Superman, and then he went through his his kind of millennial emo phase, and anyway, yeah. Well, I'm eighty years old. I got bored, and I'm not even human, so I don't age normally. No way, I will be here forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think in some other article, DC has has essentially stated that Superman's immortal or some such. I don't know. Yeah, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's another conversation yeah. for another time, though. Yeah. Anybody got any last thoughts on uh, the linear verse before we wrap up? I don't know. Not on the linear verse. I'm just going to say, you know, go to our uh, Teespring account, buy shirts. Yep. Booster Gold has got to be an alcoholic in that world. <laughs> yeah. Because he's seen a lot of nonsense. <laughs> Maybe they have better drugs in the future and he can just block most of it out. So, anyway, uh, if any of our listeners. I've got an opinion on this or anything else they'd like to talk to us about or questions they'd like to drop or comments they'd like to make. You can drop us a line at thenerdeternal at gmail.com. You can leave comments on our website under our YouTube video. I don't know if there's, I don't guess there's a way to comment on the the audio podcast, but. Uh, like Todd said, we've got a shop. If you go to the neurotarnal.com uh, the navigation bar, there's a button that just says shop. And we've got a few t-shirts out. Uh, if you're a WandaVision fan, we've got one that we think is particularly nice. Or at least funny. And if I do say so myself, it is quite funny. And, you know, anything you buy there helps support the show. And, you know, maybe we can upgrade our equipment at some point. Please like, share, subscribe. Hit the little like button and the bell so anytime we post which is always like once a week uh you'll get your notifications anything you do helps us with the youtube algorithm we need all the help we can get yes uh if you like us leave a review on your you know podcasting app of choice the ones that let you leave reviews at least Uh, and i'm guessing that's it so hope y'all enjoyed it we'll see y'all next week I've been your host, the experience of some called Jason, and with me today has been the token millennial turkey. Sounded like that hard game to say. Using it twice in a row is just painful. Like I just I just want to be wacky and zany. Well you can always start with the oddball one and then end with just the millennial or something, you know. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I guess, I guess that'll what? be that'll be the play, I guess, from now right, on. Yeah. The format going forward. I'm not trying to take away your creativity. We're just trying to sell shirts. I'm the Todd Father. Studio one one three, the droid you're looking for, and we will see y'all next week. Caging a young boy for money, can't believe it. Eh, I, I figure out it was me all along, anyway.